It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the NFL! What up, Dynasty players in the house? It's Dynasty War Games, and I am your host, Jesse Schneeman, K-Solo once again. But I'm back this week with another installment in my little series on taking a rebuild to a to contender. So this is part two. We're going to examine a different build and uh, that I'm taking into contention. And we're also going to ex- examine another team that I've been rebuilding for about the same amount of time, has elite pieces, but I'm not moving to contention this season, and we're going to examine why. But before we do that, hey, I <laughs> i mean, I may be 49 years old, pushing 50. Uh, I may be older than dirt, but I still do remember some things, and I have remembered our new segment, No Shit News of the Week. This week in No Shit News of the Week, we have Tyreek Hill still being investigated. Well, no shit. Tyreek Hill's probably always going to be investigated. Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, uh, whether uh, charges come out of this or not, whether he's convicted or not, the NFL will conduct its own investigation. And don't be surprised if he ends up with a suspension uh, out of this, especially since it's not his first time being in trouble. Um, it's not his first time since being in the NFL being investigated. Obviously, it's happened a number of times. So no shit. Tyree kills a bad dude. That has been no shit news of the week. All right, let's get into the meat of the episode, guys. Actually, before I move to the Patreon 3 team, a little update on Patreon 2, the team that I covered last week on part one of Rebuild to Contender. Uh, We went over tight end depth on that team. I had Goddard, McBride, Njoku, Dulcich, and I think Likely. So... uh, I like the depth. I like the talent. Um, I'm happy to go forward with that, but I got a like on McBride, right? And it got me thinking a little bit. Could I consolidate two of those tight ends into a tight end I like a little better? Maybe. So I offered Goddard and McBride for Hawk, and it was accepted. So a little update on that team. We now have Hawk, Dulcich, and and Joku as our top three. I think I still have Will Mall- Mallory and likely maybe Brenton Strange. That's the tight end room. I don't know if that, that might be a little bit of an overpay. Um, it really depends on what happens with Hawk this year. I, I expect him to take a, a step forward. Um, they're talking extension. Goddard is cemented in that offense, but uh, what's his target share really going to be in a run-first offense with other elite 
um, targets around him. And, you know, the, the knock on Goddard is that he doesn't touch score touchdowns. Well, can be a little random. I wouldn't be surprised if Goddard had a um, spike touchdown year or two, and this could even be it. Um, so as far as trading Goddard for Hawk um, and then adding McBride on top of it, yeah, it could be a little bit of an overpay, but I'm gambling that Hawk is going to be just a target hog outside of Justin Jefferson. I don't think Jordan Addison is going to step right into um, number two in targets on that team. I really think that they um, see Hawk as somebody that can complement Jefferson, and he's going to see single coverage and mismatches everywhere. So I, I think he's going to get a ton of catches, um, ton of yards, ton of targets, and I, I really see elite upside for him, um, not just this year but going forward. He's a young, um, still a young piece, not breaking with the theme of our team. You know, we're still contending with a young team. It's still a dynasty team, but we're. Um, as we said last week, specific spe- targeting specific um, elite players or players that we think will become elite uh, to add to our team. So at this point, we have enough depth. In fact, we have too much depth. So maybe consolidate a little bit of that, take a bit of a risk by trading away a young player, McBride, um, and an established veteran in Goddard for a player that showed um, – has shown flashes and then last year um, really showed really pulled away when he got traded to the Vikings. All right. So that's the update on Patreon two. Let's jump into Patreon three. So this is a slightly different build. The decision on this team to compete actually didn't come until after this year's rookie draft. Um, I had the one one I took Bijan already had Javante, um, just sort of the way that worked out, I didn't want to build through running backs, but it still was um, one of the last pieces was to add Bijan and Jameer Gibbs as well. Um, also added, actually, wasn't really able to add any other depth at running back. So we'll go over that a little bit later, um, what I did to, to shore that up. Um, but I already had my quarterbacks in place. Uh, it's been a long rebuild. <laughs> Startup went sideways immediately. I have the least amount of wins in this league in its history. I've never had a winning season, obviously, if I have the least amount of wins. Uh, was a last place team right away. Had the 101, took Trevor Lawrence, had Deshaun Watson. So, boom, there's my two quarterbacks, right? I had to wait, um, wait a year for Trevor Lawrence to really start to develop and then another year for his value to really build to where it is. But, yeah, now I'm comfortable with Trevor Lawrence as my – Solid, rock-solid number two guy. Um, Sean Watson's my anchor. Fingers crossed he comes back to form, but I believe he will. Um, and then I had Mac Jones as my third. I also had 104, right? So at 104, I'm staring at uh, you know C.J. Stroud as the best talent on the board. I had other picks later on, so um, decided not to punt on, on, on the best talent on the board, even though I had three quarterbacks, I just took them, right? And then deal with that after the draft. All right, so we're looking at this team. We have our quarterbacks anchored. Um, last year, I had a high pick as well, So and I traded it. I, I necessarily believe um, fully in the top end of, of last year's draft. Right, I had the 103. Could have taken Garrett Wilson, traded it for Hawk. In retrospect, 
would rather have Garrett Wilson, took Garrett Wilson in that position in other leagues. But I wanted to diversify last year, so I made the trade. Um, I do have Hawk on this team, so I have Hawk on both of these rebuild teams, very similar. Would I rather have Garrett Wilson? Yes. Um, hindsight's twenty twenty. We're moving forward. We got Hawk. So that that is one of the issues with this team now. I don't have really what you would call elite wide receivers. So we're looking at uh, Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley, um, Ayuk. Well, I just kind of spilled the beans on Amari Cooper. But we were looking at Calvin Ridley, Ayuk, Jamison Williams. Boom. That really kind of um, was a shot to the heart when that happened with this team trying to compete. So I'm looking at this team. Well, should I compete? Should I not compete? Well, I have kind of have the running back room to a degree, right? I don't want to waste what could be an elite season out of, of B. John Robinson. I, I I have the anchor quarterbacks. So I decided to make a run for it, and I traded for Amari Cooper, Christian Kirk, uh, Alvin Kamara, Jarek McKinnon, right? So I'll tell you the trades, and then I'll tell you why I made the trades. I do have other depth on my bench, um, Dalton Kincaid, Dulcich, uh, Mechie, Reshi Rice, like Marvin Mims. I have a lot of players that could jump up um, and, and contribute this year, Roshan Johnson, but I don't know that they're going to do that, right? So I, I really felt like I needed to add some veterans to this team. Like I said, I, I already had my three quarterbacks, but then took CJ Stroud. So identified Mac Jones as the quarterback that I want to trade from this roster. Um, and then traded him for that was the Kirk deal, right? So traded him for Kirk and Romeo Dubs. Might have left a little value on the table, but um, got a young player that I liked in Dubs, and um, really what I think is a is a nice veteran, rock solid addition. Somewhere around wide receiver twenty, I think I have him overall dynasty. So I can add wide receiver twenty and dynasty for. Um, a quarterback that I don't need. Um, I think it's it's focusing points in, in a more productive area, right? And then, like I said, I'm adding a young player that I like. However, I realized I pulled the trigger a little quick. I'm looking at this trade partner's roster, and there's more on his roster that I want. So I see Amari Cooper. I see Alvin Kamara and Jarek McKinnon, all player veterans that I know that this, this owner wants to get rid of. Um, and I realize, well, I've got a, I've got a lot of young depth on this roster. So why don't I give him? He's rebuilding. So why don't I give him Dubs back, right? Add in Trey McBride, Khalil Shakir, and a second, and we'll take back Amari Cooper, Alvin Kamara, and Jarek McKinnon. So I'm not throwing out, you know, tons of stud value, but I am giving him a lot of volume, right? Young volume, young players lot of bullets that could hit so it works for him and also works for me because i'm not giving up any of my elite players or any of the players that i you know uh, i'm depending on right to compete now or really in the future these are like i said these are better than dart dart throws but still just kind of bullets in the gun right so now we're looking at a, a running back room of Bijan javante we might have to wait on a little bit but then we've got gibbs and roshan don't know if Roshan's going to have a role. Alvin Kamara could be suspended. Man, did Jared McKinnon, like, I really needed a player like that. So kind of a throw-in in that deal. But, man, I really needed a player that, if if these running backs just aren't there for me, 
I can throw him in on a week to week basis and, and get a few reception as possibly get a receiving touchdown. I mean, he was killing it with Mahomes at the end of last year <clears throat> and in, in the playoffs, as we all know, in the Super Bowl. Um, so I, I just thought it was a, a really um, important throw in that I needed if I was going to compete. Um, I, I had enough elite pieces on this team that I and enough anchor pieces on this team that I thought it was time. Um, and those are the moves that I made to get there. Wow. Big sip of water. Lots of words. <laughs> All right. So as we look today, we're starting Trevor Lawrence, Deshaun Watson, um, B. John Robinson, Javante, Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley, uh, Hawk, Ayuk, Christian Kirk, and Jameer Gibbs. Right? I think that's a pretty solid lineup that I can compete with. I've also got Roshan, Jarek McKinnon, Alvin Kamara that are all going to contribute at some points this season. Um, Jerome Ford, I think, is going to contribute as a flex um, fill-in. Rashi Rice could jump up. Mechie, Jamison Williams, at some point, we need some elite production out of him. Um, although I may, um, I don't know. At this point, I'm not going to trade him because I'm not going to get the value, value that I need back for him. But that's one of those pieces that is going to take what I hope is is a playoff team to possibly an elite um, you know, dynasty team for years to come. Sky Moore, Marvin Mims, Dalton Kincaid, likely Dulcich, all on my bench, uh, post-type sleepers in uh, Tolbert. Uh, Jake Ferguson also have Shoemaker to, to pair with Ferguson, Cedric Tillman, and of course my boy Will Mallory on my pack practice squad because you know I just love me some Will Mallory. So that's my Patreon three team. That's why I did it. That's what I did to get there. And we're going to follow it this year and see, um, you know, how it goes. We're going to see exactly um, what I did right, what I did wrong. We're going to examine it and not pull any punches. And I'll have my podcast partners. Mike Casper and Chad Mendoza kind of pick apart what I did right or what I did wrong. And of course, you know, anything I did right, you'll, <laughs> you'll hear me gloat. All right. So what I also want to do tonight is go over my um, dynasty. It's called Fantasy Einstein's team. Is Fantasy Einstein's league, right? So this is a Mike Casper commission league. I took over a real dumpster fire. Um, of a rebuild, um, well, of an orphan, and then had to rebuild it. I mean, it was so bad. Really, the only thing I had was Josh Allen, and I had to trade him off. It just, I wasn't going to really be able to kickstart a rebuild um, without him. I needed assets to be able to churn. So uh, that's what I did to, in, in the very beginning of this rebuild. It's been a couple years now. Um, I looked at this team. Actually, I, I was talking with podcast co-host Chad Mendoza and we were looking at this team he said oh dude you're ready to compete and I was like ah, ah, ah. not so fast so to start one running back start one wide receiver um, start one tight end but it is a, I think it's a half point premium so um, no it's a 0.75 premium I bet so I start B. John Robinson, Garrett Wilson, Kyle Pitts, Brees Hall, Drake London, T. Higgins, George Pickens, Calvin Ridley. Holy shit, Jess. What's your problem, man? Why don't you want to compete with this team? Well, the problem is the quarterbacks. So I've got Jordan Love, Kenny Pickett, and Anthony Richardson. Right? I, I don't feel as though um, that that's a... 
they're not anchor players, right? So all the other players that I just mentioned are young um, with elite upside, but there's a real good chance that they don't all hit this year. Obviously, they, they it's almost certain that they won't all hit this year, right? So when you have that many young players in your lineup, I really feel like you need anchors at quarterback. Um, I don't have that on this team. So even though I have three firsts and three seconds next year and two firsts and two seconds the year after and a lot more uh, thirds, fourth, fifths, I mean, tons of picks on this team that I could trade away and add some veterans and feel like I could compete. But what I'd be doing is selling this team short, right? I mean, I do have some depth that I'm not starting. Um, Dulcich, Downs, Tillman, Rashi Rice, yeah, Good little players that could turn into something, but not players that I can count on to be depth. Um, Sean Tucker, I'll, I'll never quit Sean Tucker. Um, but, you know, Michael Carter to count and, and Zonovan to, and Izzy Abanaconda to handcuff Brees Hall. But is that really what we're counting on? No. These are not players that I can count on to lead me to a championship. So whereas this team could put up a ton of points and get me into the playoffs this year, Jordan Love and Pickett could stay, take steps forward um, and play really well. Anthony Richardson could get on the field and have that um, elite floor with the rushing and upside with the rushing. And, you know, who knows what can, what could happen with a team like this, but I don't think it's a good bet. I, I think it's actually a poor bet to go all in with these these particular quarterbacks what i'd rather do is hope that they do well and sell um, one of them off in season um, add to my draft capital or add another elite young player um, and then just go into next year's draft and hammer it that the one first that i have next i have three first the one first that i have next year i'm almost certain is going to be the 101 the no offense to the the, I'm not going to name him or anything, but the player that has this pick, I, I, I think he's going to end up as the one at one next year. I think it's pretty certain. So a really good chance at, at a, an elite quarterback to add to Anthony Richardson and then keep one of the other guys as my third Jordan Love or Pickett, um, which other one ever one I decide to keep. And then add more picks or add more players with the picks that I have next year or take those other picks and then start, you know, evaluate at that point and then start deciding whether I'm going to go in. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go in next year. Um, once once my quarterback picture is a little more clear, Anthony Richardson has a year under his belt. Um, I have a little more, probably will have a little more trust in him. Um, and then whichever quarterback I, I, I take 101, you know, Drake or uh, Caleb Williams, probably Caleb Williams. You know, he's hopefully – ready to go day one, I can take him, plug him in, and this team's going to compete. That's kind of the rough plan with this team. So I, I just kind of wanted to give you guys a, a look at something that's not quite the other two. You know, I, I, I'm i telling you to be aggressive. Always go get that money, you know, but don't rush your rebuild when you don't have anchor players, when everyone on your team is young, even though they may be elite talent, the most elite talents in the last three drafts, doesn't matter. If you don't have the anchors, the veteran anchors, you, you could be in trouble. It's it's like I said, a, a poor bet. Um, we're going to hold on this one to next year. All right. So um, I think 
We have time. Yeah, we have time. I'm going to go over another team that I'm taking out of rebuild. And this was a real surprise to me. Um, this was the Patreon, DWZ Patreon 11 auction league. And um, I just, I, I, I accumulated so many assets um, leading up to this draft. That, I've been rebuilding for two years. I, I pretty much decided right after the auction, I, I saw how badly I biffed it. I didn't even try to compete. I just started rebuilding right away. So I've been, been building assets for quite a while, making a lot of trades and churning. And um, it really culminated in me having most of the draft capital this year. It drove Neil crazy. Um, Neil's our admin on the DWZ. Uh, it, really, he's, he's truly Memphis's right-hand man. Um, Jerry might try to put a claim in for that, but, but Memphis is really the man behind the man. Right. So, um, it, I drove Neil crazy with this. Um, as he said, I almost killed him, but it resulted in a team that I was like, well, I, I kind of have to go for it now. Right. I don't have exactly the veteran anchors that I want on this team, but I was able to get Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson in, in the draft. So um, I already have Kyler. So it's a little sketchy, right? Maybe I shouldn't have traded away Jordan Love. Maybe I should have kept him. Um, but I I really feel like Bryce Young is going to be a day one starter. Um, and then either Anthony Richardson or I traded a third for Gardner Minshew is going to be able to start and hold the fort down until either Kyler comes back or, you know, Richardson starts to put up um, elite numbers. I, the reason I decided to go for it in this team, with this team, is that I just had so much, right? So at this point, um, I'm, I was able to get Bijan Robinson and Jameer Gibbs. Already had Wilson and Alave. Um, this is the first team that I've been able to pair those four. Um I had Kincaid. Dulcich must be on this team somewhere, right? Uh, I don't see him, but yeah, I, I don't have King. I don't have Dulcich on this team, but Kincaid and Musgrave and likely, I felt like that was a little thin. Um, but also Addison, Mims, um, Charbonnet, and Achin. Really, a lot of young talent, but young talent. So how do we shore up young talent? Well, I had a lot of other young talent that I didn't necessarily believe in. So one thing I really set out to do was shore up Traylon Burks and Christian Watson. I had them in my flex positions and whether I want to compete now or not, those are, those are players that have value that I've identified as not core pieces for me, players that I'd like to trade away. So why not trade them for veterans um, and see what we can do. Right. So trades that I made, um, I took Traylon Burks, uh, a first and two thirds, basically a first and a second, the way it works out in an auction. I'm going to boil these down a little bit so that I don't have to go through all the auction rules. It gets a little boring. So boils down the Traylon Burks, um, a 24 first and a 24 second for Devontae Smith and Debo Samuel. All right. So now I'm taking a player that I don't believe in. And Traylon Burks, all right? He is on my sell list. Um, and he might be my number one sell in Dynasty Fantasy Football. So I've identified a player. 
Uh, I added some draft capital, of which I have a lot still, and where it was able to uh, add a player that I see as elite in Devontae Adams. So now I am I am adding an elite, just somebody that's going to be between ten and wide receiver ten and fifteen. You could count on being that every year. Probably going to have a couple spike years where he's you know above to, you know above ten top ten. Um, just, just a player I love, obviously Slim Reapers, my boy, I'm an Eagles fan. It's not why I made the trade. He's just an elite talent with an elite quarterback with elite coaching. Um, I'm not gonna say that word anymore. <laughs> and Debo, I don't love. And when we were talking about the trade, I actually made this trade with podca- podcast partner, uh, Chad Mendoza. We're making the trade. Uh, you know, I'm discussing it with him and I, you know, he, we were talking about, I was trying to get something else and I was trying to get two young, um, established young veterans and he sent back Debo instead. And I said, well, I don't love Debo. And he sent back, well, I don't love Burks. All right. That's cool. I get it, man. Right on. So like that kind of hammered it at home for me. You're right. Um, let's just get it done. I'm, I'm, I'm moving the piece that I want to move for a piece that I really like. And then Debo is a veteran receiver. And even if I only get what I got out of him last year, which is, in 13 games, uh, you know, he would have probably been around wide receiver 25 if we played all the games. But if my aunt had ball, she'd also be my uncle. He had about 56 receptions. Um, yeah, not nearly as much rushing, only 42 attempts. Touchdowns were way down. He only had five touchdowns. So really a down year for him. In, in his own admission, he was fat and out of shape. I guess the contract was a distraction for him he didn't want to get hurt working out before he got paid so he came into camp fat and uh got hurt and wasn't productive so we'll see he claims to be uh you know recommitted we'll see if that's really the truth i, I mean it's it's debo samuel so we know he's capable of a diet like a wide receiver top five season but we could also get like a wide receiver three season out of him, but it is an established veteran. Um, and it's just something to get back um, in a trade where I was really actually targeting Devonte Smith to pair with Alave and Wilson. Right. So what else can we do with this team? Well, Christian Watson is my second. Um, sell, my second number two sell in all of dynasty football Dynasty fantasy football, Christian Watson sitting on my bench, or I'm sorry, sitting in my flex spot, staring at me like, man, I got to get rid of this dude. So what do I need? I got B. John. I got Jameer Gibbs, Charbonnet, A-Chain. Man, I got nothing that's not a rookie. I could use a veteran running back. I don't want a veteran veteran running back, though, because this is a rebuild team, right? We're keeping it young. Who are we going after? Who have I been yelling about all off Steven? But Steve, Travis ATN. So we took Travis Steve, uh, made an offer for him. Let's find that deal. Oh, oh you know what? You Nice little feature in um, Sleeper. If you can't find it in your transaction history, just go to the player and look at the player history, right? So, um, I'm going to boil this one down a little bit too because it's auction and I don't want to explain all the rules. So I took Christian Watson, 
a second and a third and offered for ATN and boom, done. Right. So now I've got Travis Steve, who I think is a top 10 dynasty running back um, for a, a wide receiver who I think is Chase Claypool or very possibly could be Chase Claypool. Um, new quarterback could be on the worst team in football, the Packers. Sorry, Packers fans, but that offense either hmm, is going to be okay or bad. Right. I, I don't, I don't see, I don't really see it with Watson. Um, he scares the shit out of me. He could just be absolutely nothing this time next season. Um, I'm very, very happy to get rid of him at that price. So now we're looking a little better, right? Bijan and ATN and Gibbs. All right. That's a nice little top three. Um, wide receiver seems to be shored up. Where are we thin? Tight end. So that's what we were going over earlier. I, I kept looking for uh, Dulcich on this roster. Why, why don't I have Dulcich? I have Dulcich on every other damn roster. So I didn't have him. I have Kincaid and Musgrave and Likely, right? Brenton Strange. I love Kincaid. In fact, I just moved him up to my dynasty tight end five. But do I, am I really like, is that my starting tight end on a, on a contender? No, I don't think so. If I'm, if I'm looking at the rest of this roster as a contender, I haven't really given up much draft capital so far to get what I wanted. I've really just given up some extra young players that I, I don't believe in, right? Replace them with players that I do. Um, what do I have to give up? Well, I have an extra 25 first. All right. Do I need to give up my 25 first? Or do I want to give up the 25 first of the other player? Well, I look at the other player's team, and it's good. But I'm trying to contend, and I have all these elite player, players by 25. That should be a late first. So, yeah. All right. I'm going to dangle that 25 first, and I'm going to go after Goddard. I went after a lot of players, actually, by the way. I went after Pitts and Hawk and uh, Mandrews, and I was told to go pound sand up the Rio Grande for most of them. So what I was able to get done was, like I said, a – a trade for Goddard. I went to good old Uncle Papa Memphis, and uh, we haggled back and forth a little bit, and ended up being um, that twenty-five first, which I decided, you know, bet on yourself. Give him my twenty-five first, Mechie and McBride. Right? I know it's have a theme tonight. I've been trading away some McBride, but I know Memphis was high on him, so I threw him in on in the offer. Um, I think I offered Mechie as well because he's been high on him too. Um, I'm a, I have a lot of Mechie exposure, so um, not bad to um, to sell on him. And I get back Goddard, and I get a third as well, auction third, um, worth worth more than your average third. Um, so that, that works for me. Um, I, I usually use thirds in auction to – you know, give me money to boost up my first or get the players that I really want in the first, that kind of thing. So nice little chip to get back. And now it's not just Kincaid, you know, on an island with uh, Musgrave as his backup. Jesus, I don't even know if those guys are going to be playing in the first three weeks. I know Goddard's a starting tight end in this league. He is going to get me through the first, I don't know, four to ten weeks until Kincaid is, is really rolling. I think by the end of the year, Kincaid's really going to be rolling. Right, and that's going to be my elite tight end, and it in in a tight end premium. Uh, this is a 
0.75, I believe, 10M premium. Um, that's real valuable. I can I can throw Goddard in a, at flex if I need to. I got three flex positions to fill every week. So if I got a lot of injuries or, you know, unproductive players, uh, it's it's a very um, it, it it's a very versatile player that I can plug in. It's another veteran. Um, it's something just that shores up a spot that I was weak, and now I'm feeling really good about this team. Let's go over it a little bit, right? Quarterbacks, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, Kyler Murray, Gardner. <laughs> Let me some Gardner Minshew anyway. Dude's just fun to watch. Um, so I think with those four, I'll be able to mix, mix and match and sort of shuck and jive my way through the year. Um, and then we we start going. B. John, uh, Travis Steve, Garrett Wilson, Alave, Goddard, Kincaid, Gibbs, Devonta, Slim Reaper, I'm saying, um, Debo, right? And then on the bench, we've got guys that we can mix in, like um, A-Chain, Charb, I'll Never Quit You, Sean Tucker, um, Marvin Mims, Tillman, Jordan Addison. I already said Kincaid, Musgrave, likely. Um, you know, Izzy Abanaconda, there's another share of him. I love that guy. I just really believe he's going to have some kind of role this year. Um, and Brenton Strange, uh, have him all over the place. And I didn't sacrifice all of my draft capital, right? I still have what's the equivalent of a first-round pick for 24. Um, I still have a first, second, um, three-thirds and three-fourths for 25. So those three-thirds and three-fourths are equivalent of, like, you know, higher picks. So, I, you know, extra draft capital for 25. And I haven't started building any 26 picks, but I'm sure I will. You know, that's how I do it. I a churn, churn, churn. But yeah, I mean, I just think this team is ready to zoom. I don't want to waste the young running backs now that I have them. I, I mean, I'm hoping Gibbs and Bijan shoot right out of the gate and start giving points. If that happens, I want to be prepared and have other young um, players around them to really uh, make it possible for the rest of my team to succeed. All right, guys. Thanks for joining me. Um, we went through three teams this week, um, two of them that we are bringing into contention. One of them we're not. One of them we're holding off for another year. Um, unless, uh, just a side note on that, Einstein's team, unless things really start to click and I have to make the playoffs and there's, I don't think there's a, I don't, I don't think there's a trade deadline in that league so you know maybe i do take some of that extra draft capital and add something to that team and i do go to contention i am in position with that team to at least um see what i can do right but at that point it's going to be a lot more expensive than it is right now the reason we're taking our rebuild teams into contention now post draft is we know what we have and we know what we need to add and this is the cheapest time to do it. You know, either um, before the draft, after the draft, this is veteran sell season. Guys have all these, this guy's my sell, this guy's that guy, that veteran's my sell, get rid of this guy, that guy. Well, you end up getting some really nice values really cheap. Um, on it, on the next episode we do on this, I have a team where I got I got Chubb cheap. and I mean, not super cheap, but, um, you yeah, know, a couple seconds cheap, and I, I just – 
I can't quit you Chubb either. So, you know, like I, I just, I think it's a good opportunity to take advantage of veteran sell season right now. Um, evaluate your teams, even if you're not in the specific situation of taking a rebuild into a contender, you may be in a situation where um, you evaluate your team and you need to upgrade into certain areas. Well, there are some cheap um, veterans available right now. So hopefully I've given you some ideas. I've given you some thoughts on what to do with your own teams. And um, yeah, I really just had some fun talking strategy. I, was, I love talking strategy in, in Dynasty. If you guys, if any of y'all want to uh, ask me specific questions about your teams, I'd be happy to go over with them. Um, I had a couple guys in the Patreon shoot me DMs this week and ask me specific questions about their teams. And I just sort of like, all right, man, what do you think about this? And maybe this is what I would think about trying this. And every league is different. So I can't say, well, trade this for this, but I can evaluate it and work with it with you and see what your thoughts are and give you my thoughts and maybe give you some advice that it can actually help you win. Actionable advice. That's what we're here for. So just shoot me a DM and group me if you're part of the um, DWZ Patreon. If not, um, I guess you can shoot me an, a, uh, an email if you'd like, uh, animusmax at yahoo.com. Um, shoot me an email if you have a specific question about your team. Make sure you, you uh, include screenshots. And I'd be happy to help anybody out that's out there. Uh, this is what we do. This is this kind of what we started out doing on this podcast. So um, it's, it's where we have our most expertise, leveraging our own experience uh, to help y'all make um, winning decisions. All right. So once again, I really thank you guys for listening in and um, anybody that's watching live. I appreciate you watching live. We're going to have real podcast partners back soon, right? Um, Mike Casper's due back in a week and um, Chad, I'm going to, I'm going to be a little more flexible with my time. So I think we're going to have on the next episode, all three of us, we're going to play a game. Wow. I've also got bean doggy Steve himself coming up as a guest in a future episode and some really other exciting things coming down the pipeline in DWZ dynasty war zone. Join us next time on dynasty war games. I'm Jesse Schneeman and I am out. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak